0: This month of December, I want to say happy holidays, Merry Christmas, one of my favorite months of the year. I'm sure many of you feel the same, but I just wanted to re-release one of my favorite episodes, which was episode number nine, which was recorded about a year ago. Two young brothers, Anthony and John Zerzullo, who were tradesmen. They came from humble beginnings and they turned their expertise and knowledge of the business that they were working in and decided to go out on their own and start their own business. And they're continuing to grow their business. This story is a great one. It's uh, not surprising to me at all that that episode is the episode that's the most listened to nearly, nearly twice as much as any other episode. We have approximately 4,000 downloads The amount of downloads for that episode alone is well over 10% of uh, the downloads and listens. So anyway, it was a really good uh, episode, episode nine, that was released about a year ago, and I wanted to re-release it. It's one of my favorites. Enjoy. I'm super excited today to have two gentlemen joining me. Not only are they business partners, they're brothers. Uh, I've gotten to know Them, I guess it was a few years ago, we've done business, and now we're recently doing business again, which I'm super excited about. They were local union tradesmen, and still are, and they started their business almost seven years ago. And their story is a pretty neat one, and I think everyone's going to enjoy. Anthony and John Zerzulo, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm glad you guys uh, are joining me today, man. Really excited about this.
1: That's glad you invited us to be on. Yeah, definitely. It's going
0: to be good. I wanted to step back and start with you, Anthony. When it all started for you, you know, why you chose the construction world and how that came
2: about. So it's kind of like a long story, but I'll make it short. I was actually (laughs) in 99, I was doing concrete work. And uh, this kid would come home every day. From work, he was a high rise window cleaner and he was always asking me, oh, why don't you come work for my dad? Why don't you come work for my dad? And I was like, ah, I'm good. I don't want to hang off the buildings. I'm good doing concrete. So I did that. We started hanging out. It was a Native American family. So they had t- 10, 11 brothers, everything. So a big family. So I started hanging out with all the brothers and everything. And then November 29th, which is the day after my birthday at 99, he fell off a building and passed away in Center City. So right after that... I was at, you know, the viewing with the family, everything. And then right after that, in 2000, I started working for his father with OneSource, which was one of the biggest window cleaning companies in Philadelphia that did all the commercial in the city. So I started working with him. I told him I would do inside stuff. I didn't want to hang off the of skyscrapers. You know, he was like, all right, well, you know, you're a clean cut kid. Maybe I'll let, I'll let you be my inside manager. So I started doing all insides for him. And then we were in Lehigh University in 2000 in the summer. And uh, there was like a little four story building. It was a Friday afternoon. He was like, Hey, A hey, Tone, you want to give it a try? And I was like, oh, Yeah, I'll give it a try. So I went over, did it, did like a couple of drops with him at the end of the day, picked up everything. He's like, How'd you like it? I said, oh, I was good. You know, it, it was cool. It was cool and being inside. I said, But you know, I'm good. And he was like, All oh, right, you want to work tomorrow? And I was like, Yeah, sure, I'll work. There's Saturday overtime. I was like, Cool, I'm getting invited to overtime. <laughs> so I get, I get invited to overtime. I show up at the shop that morning. I'm like, Where are we going, guys? He's like, oh, we're going to One Liberty. So I was hanging 61 stories the next day, and I never, I never went inside again except for rainy days. <laughs> okay. No
0: fear at all, uh, hanging 61 nope. stories? I mean,
2: it, I guess it, I just didn't. I had it. Yeah. So it just didn't yeah. bother me. I did it. The only fear was my paycheck. I wanted to make sure I was getting paid for it. <laughs> so we did, a, we did that, and then they got another OSHA violation that year at the Bellevue. And OSHA ended up shutting down a division, and one source actually closed down a division in Philadelphia, and then sold out to Jenkintown. Okay, got it. So once they sold out to Jenkintown, we were offered all jobs over there to shift over. But I didn't want to go because I didn't feel like switching back and forth. I could have worked in New York with the custodian engineers. I could have kept traveling and doing that. Mm-hmm. So I said, ah, I'll do that. And then the my friend's father, which we all called him Pop. His name was Stony. We all called him Pop. He was like. Well, I want to start a business. You want to help me out, start my business. You're the only one that, you know, I could trust like that. That'll help me out and be there every day for me. So I was like, all right, I'll help you out. So I was collecting 90 bucks a week, unemployment, working for cash, Mm -hmm. 12, 16 hours a day, getting beat for cash on jobs by other contractors, not paying us. Like I did this for six months and then I couldn't do it no more. And then he went, him and the sons went to Jenkintown. I hung back a little bit, collected for a little bit more. And then I finally crawled my way over there and started working with them. Okay. Then after that, I just, uh, I don't know, you want me to keep going with my story? <laughs> no, no,
0: that's a good start. I mean, you know, I know you were <laughs> with Jenkintown for 14 years. Yeah. And we'll get into, you know, you guys starting your business together, which again is, is a really neat story, you know, how you guys started. And what's the age gap between you guys?
1: I think six and a half years. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. And John, how did you get started in the construction world?
1: I was doing construction um, in the Poconos at the time, building houses, and uh, I wasn't getting paid good. And Anthony was working at Jankatown at the time. He was the operation manager. Mm-hmm. And Anthony kept calling me up saying, listen, come down here. I'll get you started cleaning windows and you can start off, start off a career down here doing that. Uh, I actually wanted to be a plumber. So, my main thing was to come down to Philadelphia and join the Plumbers Union. And mm-hmm. I kept trying to get into there. I wasn't working out. And then finally, I gave in to Anthony and started cleaning windows with him at Jenkintown. And I was there for about seven years until we left. Okay. And that's a labor, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Just do labor to, work. Labor work. And,
0: and I know you guys hold local 252 Glazer Union Card, correct?
1: Yes. When did that switch over? When we started the company, we couldn't get into 32 BJ at first. So okay. we, we had to join two, two glaziers. Okay. So we were in 252. we still have uh, five guys into 252 two glaziers. And then we have the rest of our guys are in 32 BJ. So we're in two different halls right now.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you started the company almost seven years ago, premier window cleaning. And, uh, if listeners out there don't know what they've done with their business in, in six to seven years is it's really amazing. I mean, they have clients, Chop, Eagles, NFL Films, University Penn, among other universities, Brandywine Realty Trust, Fogo de Chao, which is uh, one of my favorite restaurants. <laughs> it's pretty amazing, you know, commercial clients. I know you guys also do residential as well. What's the split between commercial and residential
2: Cleaning services. So when we first started Premier, we started in 2014. It was kind of like behind the scenes. We did it like after work. So it was all residential. Residential is what built us. Mm-hmm. So we did residential South Jersey, work all day for Jenkintown, come home all night, work all night. We would have customers, yeah. the way we schedule customers, we tell them we were so booked with work during the day mm-hmm. that we'd have to come after hours to do the house. <laughs> And they were like, all right, as long as you could get it done, you get it done. So we're there at eight, nine o'clock at night doing people's houses and uh, getting it done. So we carried the residential on until we opened up big time until we started getting it. So residential now is probably like 15% of our company. Mm Yeah. If that Mm -hmm. 10 to 15. Yeah. We kind of pulled away. We kept all of our customers, Mm -hmm. but we kind of like don't solicit it too much anymore because it's just so hard getting to residentials. A lot of them are all in New Jersey. We do. Mm -hmm. So if people call, we do it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and 99% of the time when we've been in a residential, we get it. So
0: Awesome. And what are some of the other services? Obviously, you, you know, you guys are cleaning these tall windows and I want to share or you share your YouTube channel at some point, John. People need to go on your YouTube channel and see these videos of these guys on these scaffolds you know you just drop in these buildings hundreds and hundreds of feet up in the air it's uh it gets me a little uh queasy but uh <laughs> but it's real really really cool videos what other services do you guys provide
1: we do power washing caulking window cleaning power washing caulking what else i saying
2: doesn't mean snow <laughs> removal snow mm-hmm. removal those are mm-hmm. three. we're certified scaffold riggers mhm uh bird abatement spider abatement that's pretty much sums it up mm-hmm yeah window restoration
1: scaffolding window cleaning caulking and, and power washing are our biggest things
0: got it tell me a little bit about your customer bill of rights
2: so basically with the customer bill of rights we're just we just try and explain to people like what to look for Mm-hmm. like what to look for and what we provide on everything like what we're going to guarantee to our customer and a lot of the stuff we guaranteed to people like we in the beginning, we tried to tell customers that we don't need a contract with them. Like if they don't feel comfortable with us, we'll come in there, do our work and our work will prove that we belong with you. And you can get rid of us tomorrow if you want. Mm-hmm. We don't ever have to sign any contracts with you. We'll just work and then you'll see what, what we deserve. Your service. Yeah. Yeah. And our, I, sir, and, our service will prove everything.
0: Yep. And, and I read that on your website and I, re, I really like, like that. And I thought it would be good for you to, to share what that's about. That's great. So before you guys made the leap, the leap to start your own company, talk about your, you know, your fears. Talk about, you know, the doubters, people saying that you can't do it, you know, cause I'm sure you, you had that.
1: I didn't have no doubts. There was no <laughs> doubt at all. Man. <laughs> Like, I, would, I, would I not mean,
0: it at all. were you, were you guys thinking about it for some time? Like, you know, the pre-planning to make the move, just talk a little bit about, you know, when you finally made that leap of faith, just share that experience.
1: I kind of was just getting fed up with my old job. Mm-hmm. There's just everything. I figured just watching the whole business as it went, I said, I could do this myself. Like with my partner, my brother, I said, me and him could do this. Everything that gets done on a daily basis I watched how my brother ran operations at a company. Mm-hmm. He was the head guy. I seen the way he ran everything, the, his contacts throughout the city, how he talked to people, how everybody loved him. Everybody loved him. You know what I mean? So I said, listen, we can leave. I know how we, we could do this. There's going to be no doubt in my mind that we can take off with this and be bigger than our uh, other company we worked for. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I honestly, I didn't have no doubt at all. Anthony was scared. I'm like, don't, don't lie, Anthony. He kept, <laughs> Anthony.
2: Anthony always told me this: we can't pay my bills, you're gonna pay my bills for me, man." But uh, uh, yeah, man. I did. He, and did. <laughs> but he, he uh, talked me into it. Like I was asking for a raise for about five years, and uh, every time I asked for it, it was like, "We're looking it over. We're looking it over." So came 2015. After we started doing a little bit on the side, I asked for my raise again, and it was like, all right, we're looking it over. And I was like, well, you know, you're looking it over, and I'm running 65 men in the Mm -hmm. entire city. So, like, what are we going to do here? And then I came in that Friday, and I was like, what's going on with my raise? And they were like, well, you know, there's a lot more overtime you could work and, you know, make more money. So I said, I'm working 80 hours a week, 12 hours a day, seven days a week, you know, all these hours. I said, I can't, like, I said, you know what? You're right. I'll work more overtime. So, came back in. It was like, I'm putting my month's notice in, I'm out. And they were like, What are you talking about? I said, I can't do this no more. I'm going to go work up in New York. I got my custodian engineer's license. I'm just going to mm-hmm. go work up there. They're going to take care of me, work four days a week. I enjoy my family. So, right after that, I got offered every dollar and every incentive to say for a month, every Friday, every got incentive. So, Memorial Day weekend came. It was my last weekend. I said, Look, I don't want anything. I'm gone. See you later. So we left. He talked me into it. I was doubting it big time mm-hmm. because I was making good money. Yeah. But I needed yeah. a raise because I should have been making better money. Yeah. To it should have came the, to that. Yeah. what yep. I was doing it, I, I felt that if you're going to offer me a raise now that I'm leaving, then it's not good enough. You can't offer me to stay after I told you I'm leaving. Like after I tried do, working this out, the bridge is burnt now. Mm-hmm. So we went out. I actually left first. So I left, started doing residential on my own, eight hours a day, 10 hours a day. Johnny would get done his work shift. He'd come work with me, finish up, get me home, be done. So August came. August came. I get a a lead down in AC for two towers, huge lead, a nice half a million dollar contract. Mm -hmm. So I called Johnny up Friday after Friday. I'm like, dude, we got this. The manager just called me. He said he's signing the contract on Monday we could start next week. Awesome. Dude, put your two weeks notice in now. I'll push him for two weeks and we're golden. He was like, all right. So he goes in there, puts his two weeks notice in by now. They already know that I'm out on my own doing like houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. They seen me that word got around. Mm-hmm. So Johnny goes in, puts his two weeks notice in. they go, you know what? You could just leave and go with your brother. We know you're going with your brother. Just go with your brother. Mm-hmm. It's fine. We'll pay you your two weeks. Go. So Johnny calls me up. He's like, dude, they let me go and I've got two weeks. I was like, all right, great. Monday, we'll go sign the contract. We're good. Monday comes. There was a hurricane that weekend. It knocked the two roofs off of this, these two buildings and AC off, causing a multi-million wow. dollar roofing project. <laughs> Guy calls me Monday and goes, Hey, I'm so sorry. We can't sign the contract. Roofs her, and I was like, what? So now it's me, Johnny, and houses. Mm-hmm. Wife and kids at home, one in the oven. I think Johnny's wife had one in the oven. Yeah, she had one in the oven. <laughs> I just had one. I just had the second. So now I'm like, dude, Talk sweating. About I'm like, I told you, yeah. I told you this wasn't gonna work out, man. <laughs> this, is not, this is not what was supposed to happen. So our backs were against the wall and then we yeah. just started going out, working and soliciting every single day. Yeah. And then our first huge contract was, you know, thanks to Johnny. Sierra center in Philadelphia. He walks in there. He's been doing it since he's 18 years old. Mm-hmm. They tell us, are you in the union? No, we're not in the union. We're trying to get in. All right, we'll get in the union and then you can bid our building. We worked with the Glaziers. Mm-hmm. 32 BJ was supposed to sign us, but you know, there were some issues they didn't want to sign us. Apparently I was too small. The mm-hmm. two man crew was too small. So they couldn't sign a two man union crew. Okay. So we went to the glaciers. They interrogated us about, 10 to 12 meetings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they finally wrote us a contract. We got into Glaciers Union. We walked right back into Sierra Center. Building sure. was up for bid. We bid it. We scored a five-year contract. Awesome. After that, it was like history, man. We went from two guys to 25 guys now in six years. We're growing every single day. It's crazy. And it's just like, you know, every time, like I get more nervous because I do all the scheduling. Like operations, Johnny's big financial guy handles all the payrolls and all that stuff. So like when I see a schedule get light, I start panicking. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm not going to have work for my guys. I'm not going to have work for my guys. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's like, boom, like angels are watching over us and yeah. we just get hit and it's like boom, 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 boom and we're backed up again. Yeah. Even my operation guy tells me all the time. He's like, eh, every time you say you're scared and we're slow, the two days later, you're telling me I got to work three shifts. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. I know, I, I can't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs>
0: That's such an awesome story. And what I love about you guys is the love that you have for each other as brothers and business partners. And you can see the love you have for your guys. I mean, I'm in your shop, you know, pretty often now these days, and I could just see your guys like being there. You can see, you can see the, you know, the relationship that you have with your people. And I'm sure, I'm sure the clients and, and the new clients that are, that are, are to come also see that. And it's just great to say, yeah,
2: it's great to see. Yeah, we have, we have an awesome crew, man. Uh, a real tight crew we enjoy throughout the year with barbecues outside the shop the guys they, they could do whatever you know they come back on a friday they hang out out there they talk all through the summer they hang out and laugh and joke mm-hmm. and then we'll have a nice christmas party go out to eat and everything and we try and do as much as we can when we can but we get so busy sometimes and tied up that we have yeah. to stop and realize like hey we got to do something with these guys and go enjoy something and have a good time mm-hmm. because they're out there breaking their backs every single day for the company and just helping us grow without them. We wouldn't be where we are. And, uh, mm-hmm. we just put in a lot of time, man, yeah. to go back to when we first started. Once we got that five-year contract with Sierra center, we were actually a three man crew at the time. And we were working all day. We were cleaning glass and from three 30 to 10 PM at night, we were moving scaffolds around the city. Mm -hmm. for the
1: glaciers union that was actually a big thing that kept us moving for a while The scaffolding in the city a lot of yeah that helped us big time Mm -hmm.
0: and just so people know both of these gentlemen john and anthony they are up on those scaffolds they're actually up there cleaning on those high buildings you know god bless you guys because that's not something that many people can do or want to do
2: yeah (laughs) no i know it's hard a lot of people say you know i could do that i could do that and then uh you get them up there and they freeze
0: yeah yep I get it now. Great story. So you now been in business going on seven years. Where do you see your company going? What are your plans for the future, future growth?
1: I definitely want to get more work. I just I don't want to keep hiring more guys. We're at like, we're at like almost 25 guys now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we might be at 24, 25, but we have a lot of hours working. So these guys are getting a lot of overtime. So the more guys you hire, the less the overtime the other guys will be getting. So um, I, I don't. Know. I want to keep. I want to keep the same amount of guys that we have now. Keep everybody busy. Get some more work on the board. But as far I don't think we should be hiring anymore. I think that's as big as we want to get. Mm-hmm. But we're branching off into other things. Like I said, we, the scaffolding part of it's getting bigger. Um, and real estate. Obviously, as you know, I I want to get involved more into real estate.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think. We grow a little bit each, each year, and what the work that we have and the men we have, these guys are all making great money, so they can make all the overtime they want. They enjoy it. I got guys, like, we put a sign-out sheet for the weekends and nights every week, and, like, 95% of those guys sign up every day, mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. night, and they're ready to go every night. And it's like you get a little slow for a little bit, and they get they start getting scared. Like, we don't have doubles every day. And you're like, oh, we're not, we don't have, like, what's going on with the work? I'm like, yeah, relax, we worked doubles for the last six months. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. we're gonna, it'll, it'll get back. Don't they're worry. getting used and, to it.
0: Yeah, yeah they're getting <laughs> used to
2: it, but it's good. They're hungry. They want to work. But, and don't get me wrong, I want as much work as I can for all my guys. Yeah. And I want them all to make great money and mm-hmm. as much money as they could possibly make. So by us hiring more guys, it's more of a headache because mm-hmm. you have to go around and watch, like, just check on more jobs and do all that where, mm-hmm. like, Where we're at now, these guys will take care of their work. And we tell them all the time, like, yo, you got to take care of this work because we lose something, it's going to hurt everybody. But, you know, knock on wood, we've had a great name out there. And our Mm -hmm. guys are doing great work. We don't have, you know, maybe little stupid complaints, Mm -hmm. but nothing bad, nothing serious, like a, a smear on a window or something, but nothing crazy. Yeah. Like, And I've worked for places that the complaints were like 10 a day. And it it was nuts. Yeah. So we see that's the mistakes I saw where Mm -hmm. I was that when I, when we did this, we made sure we fixed all that from the top down from the office to the men on the field. Mm -hmm. I knew where to fix everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now you both are so very service oriented. You can see that and you have passion for what you're doing and it shows. It absolutely shows. And speaking of passion, what do you guys like to do outside of work? What, What are your hobbies? What are you passionate about? John, you want to go first?
1: Yeah. I'm big with my family, man. I like hanging mm-hmm. out with kids, hiking, man. I love yeah. hiking, I love being outdoors. Yeah. And um, probably golf, too. I'm starting to get into golf. I'm, I mean, I have a good score, but I'm, <laughs> start, I'm starting to like golf a little bit better. But hiking is, is a lot of fun. One thing, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoy I'm, the kids are in sports, man soccer, football, baseball. I love being a part of that, man. That's like my thing. Go home, get involved in the sports. I love mm. that, watching the kids grow.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. How about you, Aunt?
2: Yeah, I love the sports with the kids. My kids are playing soccer, football, all mm-hmm. that, go fishing. But yeah. uh, I'm not a big hiker. Mm-hmm. You know, if I go on vacation with Johnny, I got to sign up to go climb Rocky Mountains and everything, but it's <laughs> not by choice. Mm-hmm. And, but uh I love <laughs> golf. I'm, you know I'm big into golf. I mm-hmm. love playing golf. Yeah. So it's been like my addiction, and mm-hmm. I, I'm, a, I'm a gym rat, so – yeah you know i work all day i go home Mm -hmm. i go right to the gym take care of that and then once i get done that it's whatever the kids sports we're doing Mm -hmm. we're going to do something go ride bikes or something yeah and just hang out like it's really my friends are my family so i don't really hang out with too many people but close neighbors we got neighbor clicks and everything and we we all hang out on the weekends and just kevin McGuigan's, my best neighbor
0: love kevin
2: (laughs) But yeah, so that's all it is, man. Just yeah. enjoy life.
0: No, I Go love it, vacations.
2: it. And I love going on vacation, especially mm-hmm. with the family. Like we do a big family vacation. That's true. Once to mm-hmm. twice a year. We actually, Johnny and I are really close. We're the only siblings. But even our wives are close. Our kids are close. Mm-hmm. So like everything's like real tight. We all hang out.
0: Yeah. No, awesome, and and that Pebble Beach uh, vacation is not a bad one either, right?
2: Oh my god, that was a dream come true. Dream. I mean, come the true. weather could have
0: been a little better, yeah. But, yeah. but you, I'm sure you made the best of it.
2: Yeah, you guys were enjoying 75 degrees <laughs> while we were enjoying 40. It was and perfect hours. here. Yeah, it was like it was like 20. It felt like 25 degrees out
0: there. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely had a nice stretch of good weather. So what projects do you have right now that are really making you guys excited? What new clients, anything you want to share there?
2: Well, we got a couple, a lot of new stuff. Like right now we're coming into the winter. So mm-hmm. right now we're, do, we're getting ready to jump in all our Comcast Center and Comcast CTC interior, mm-hmm. biannual cleanings and everything. So that gets us excited for the winter and going. And uh, we just did 3720 Chestnut that was just built by um, Hunter Roberts out there. So we just did a big construction cleaning there that we just wrapped up. Okay. And uh we're looking to get the ongoing right now. They're getting ready to sign the ongoing with us. So uh other than that, nothing really big popped up. We got a couple of malls up in Princeton that, that we just got. So we're getting right. ready to start that and a couple of big skylight jobs out in uh the suburbs, the king of pressure out there for brandy one We're getting ready to do.
0: Okay. Excellent. Excellent.
2: We want to get uh, in- also field. We just got the Philadelphian. So we're wrapping up out there next week. We that was a job that been trying to get me for the last five years. We couldn't really meet on anything, but we finally got what we needed now to get the job done. And they hired us this year. Mm-hmm. So it worked in our benefit. We hung around. We kept bidding it every year. We were not the cheapest, but we finally got it because the last contractor couldn't make them happy. So gotcha. And now we're over there making them happy.
0: No, congrats on that.
2: The manager yesterday told me he's got the first like 10 co- compliments he's gotten the last like six years. He's like, these people don't <laughs> compliment. They don't give compliments out here. Awesome. I awesome. got like a couple complaints, but I knew it was coming There's mm-hmm. a lot of elderly in there everybody's sitting at home with COVID. Yeah. Ain't got nothing to do, but look at the window cleaners out there. Mm-hmm. So Like you get a couple and I, I, and I knew from the past from running that job years ago that these people call every mm-hmm. single day. Mm-hmm. So when I wasn't getting that call every day, I was like, I think we're doing all right. Mm hmm. <laughs> Uh, Congrats on
0: that contract, man. That's great. That's great. So you guys have anything, any questions for me at all? No, not that I can think of. No. I really appreciate you guys being on the show. And one last thing, if someone were to want to get into construction, you know, be a tradesman, what's your advice for them? And I like to hear both of your, your takes on how a young, you know, 17, 18 year old getting ready to finish high school, What path would you recommend if they realize college is not for them and they think construction is something that interests them?
1: What do you recommend they do? I think, honestly, man, in high school, you should, if you're not going to go to college, go to vocational school. You you know, the high school vocational school and then learn a trade from there. I mean, that's what I did. I I picked up the plumbing and then that's the direction Mm -hmm. I want to go in, but it didn't, but I still got involved with my hands out in the trades. I think vocation schools are great, man. It learn, yeah. get, learn that trade at a young age. you can go out there and then just get a job and just work at it. Yeah By high school, you should know where you want to be, what you want to do, really. You know But um, vocation schools are great, man. That's really what I stand with like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. No, great advice. Great yeah, advice.
2: absolutely. I would recommend getting in trades if they're not going to go to college and just getting in there young, and uh, don't get a big head. Just stay focused, do your job. Work as much as you can because sometimes yeah. a lot of these guys, they get into a thing and then they see everything and they see what's going on and they think the grass is greener somewhere else and they want to switch over, but it's not yeah. like you just got to stay focused unless you want to mm. be your own boss. Yeah. That's a different story. But if not get in the trades union, get in there young, get your pension ready, get everything, start packing away. Don't worry about packing your raises to your hourly rate, pack it to your 401ks and your pensions, mm-hmm. throw it all your pension. It's like yeah. a lot of these guys, they think, Oh, I just want it in my check. I wanted my check, but you're not thinking about when it's time to retire. Like you need this money mm-hmm. and start building up and just, you know, don't party. Yeah. i missed a lot of partying. Cause I chose to work since I was, once I got out of high school, 17 years old, I was out. I had my own apartment at 18 years old. Mm-hmm. I moved out. I, I think I was still 17. I moved out and, mm-hmm. uh, just work, man, overtime, as much overtime as I could do whatever you can and you know, you'll be successful.
0: Yep. And keep that attitude, that right attitude through through that whole process is so important.
2: Yep. Negativity is going to bring you down. Negativity is definitely going to bring you down. And like for window cleaners, we do a lot of work where it's different than like other trades where they're working all day long for the eight hours and they clock out. Our guys can go knock out a job and get their eight hours by 12 o'clock. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And be done and be home. Yep. So have it's, the whole it's,
0: afternoon, yep. you and have
2: the whole afternoon to yourself and you got paid eight. You're sitting at home at the park with your kids and mm-hmm. you're getting paid still. It's still, it's one o'clock and you're still getting paid. Definitely a hustling mm-hmm. job. If you're a hustler, it's a hustling get, job. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do like the breaks. Like the guys can take breaks, a lunch break and everything in their break, but mm-hmm. these guys work right through everything and they just get it done and get out of there and get home. Yeah.
0: A lot of the trades are like that. And uh, now's the perfect time to be in the trades. You can get home and uh, watch the masters, right? That's it right now. <laughs> <Let's> go Tiger. <laughs> yeah. Gentlemen, man, this has been a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed it. And I really appreciate you sharing your story. Because like I said to you earlier, prior to the recording, it, it's going to inspire many. And your, your story is a great one. Your success is awesome. And um, like I often say to many people, I feel I'm just getting started. And I know you guys are, too. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it, it'll be fun to grow together.
2: Absolutely, man. It's going to be a great journey. And yeah, once man. we get past COVID, yep, that's what I like. I, I told John, I said, you know, like people tell you like after five years, you made it. Like you could stop worrying about everything. Stop panicking. So we got to five years and I was like, yo, we made it. <laughs> and then this year COVID hits. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, dude, COVID's going to bury us. Yeah. We're going to be done. We're going to lose the company. And so I feel like once you get past COVID, there ain't nothing stopping us.
0: Yeah. I mean, you pivoted, though. You pivoted and now, you know, you, you've seen different ways to, to, you know, to move the company in a direction to work around COVID, right? I mean, you're, you're yeah. still getting opportunities.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Our guys do all the PPE stuff. We got, mm-hmm. uh, we bought a, t- a facial recognition temperature check scanner for mm-hmm. our shop that the guys go through every day. They wear stickers on their shirts that say they passed and what time it was. Right. So like we, we're following all that stuff and that got us through. We emailed all our customers letting them know that. And once they felt comfortable about everything, you know, they, they started getting work done again.
0: Love it. Gentlemen, happy Friday to you. Same Enjoy too, the you rest man. of your day. And I'm looking forward to this to go live, which will go live in a couple of weeks. Hey, one other thing. If someone wants to get a hold
1: of you guys, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, email. My email is uh, john at wehatedirtywindows.com. They can also visit our website at wehatedirtywindows.com. And I want people to check out my YouTube page, Premier Window Clean LLC. We've got a bunch of good videos on there.
0: Mm-hmm. Great. I love that slogan, wehatedirtywindows.com. It was actually a big hit,
1: man. A lot of people love that. <laughs> uh, we always get compliments on you that.
0: You
2: can't
1: forget it. No, you can't.
2: <laughs> we yeah. got that from Steven Singer. We hate Steven Singer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> no, good stuff. And social media-wise, what are you guys most active on?
2: It was it Facebook and Instagram? Yeah, Facebook and Instagram. Okay. LinkedIn too, right? Yeah, and, LinkedIn too. Yeah, yep. LinkedIn too okay. as well. Yeah, we throw our videos up there on LinkedIn and everything.
0: You got LinkedIn. You got Facebook. You got Twitter. Are you on Twitter?
2: No, not? we're not on Twitter. Okay. Okay. Maybe we should get on Twitter now. <laughs>
0: no, because I just want to get all those all those links in the the post. So okay, excellent, gentlemen. Thank all right, you. great. Thank name. you again.
2: No, thank you, Nick.
0: Yes, and I'll be talking to you guys soon.
2: All right. You got it, brother. Care. Take
0: care. Take care. See you back. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Constructing Greatness podcast. If you enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at nicholasofac at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening.